Yo, yo. <laughs> nice. We're here. We're back. We, we are back. We're back for a little mini one. Just the two of us. Hey, you know. <laughs> the two who matter. You know? Ooh. Hey, Shots fired Shots at Cody fired directly at, at his face. <laughs> <laughs> Point blank range, my dude. And he's not here to defend himself, so... So, yeah, shoot away. <laughs> That's right, commies. If you have anything negative to say uh, about Cody Cannon, now is the time to do so. Yeah, this is the week. Send yeah, us all this, the negative yeah, hate comments comment, about yeah. Cody. <laughs> <laughs> comment in this comment section the most negative shit you can think about Cody. We should put this episode out on Cody's birthday. Oh, dude, wait. <laughs> Seriously, let's fucking do that. Like, yeah. without him knowing, don't tell him. Right, yeah. Just, like, just you and me now. All right, cool. Alright guys, well thank you for tuning in as we mentioned before, a special just half-baked episode with Anthony and I Cody Cannon is not here and that's because today is Cody Cannon's birthday and for his birthday we got him a little surprise from an old guest of ours Cody I have to say happy birthday I, I'm, I'm shocked that you made it to your birthday, but the fact that you did uh, gives me faith in human in humanity, and I hope you have an incredible birthday. I hope you have a sober birthday. Not really. <laughs> have fun for your birthday, Cody. I'm thinking about you. Everyone's thinking about you. We all love you, Cody. Happy birthday from Rodney. Incredible. Nice. Fucking happy birthday from Rodney yeah. Barts. Yeah, so dude. <laughs> oh man, yeah. That's right, you guys. That was returning guest Rodney Barnes. Wishing Comics Chronics host Cody Cannon a happy birthday. And seriously, if you are listening, go wish him a happy birthday right now, today. Hit him up on Instagram. Check out his comedy videos. He's killing it right now in the comedy game. Yeah, and just say a happy birthday. Yeah, make this Cody Cannon's one good day. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like now we have to write a Cody Cannon comic, <laughs> a one good day version. Everything's going right for Cody. Yeah. Well, nice. That was a good segue. Uh, yeah. Well, welcome to Comics Chronic, everyone. <laughs> Anthony Inaccio and I, Jacob H, are here today. What up? We are covering one of DC Comics' run they've been doing over the past, I don't know, what would you say, like seven, eight months? Yeah, it's it's been like one a month, it feels like, yeah. Yeah, because I think in total, with the Razal Ghul one, it'll be like eight of them total. Yeah, exactly. So today we are covering Batman One Bad Day, Clayface, number one, by Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing, with a few other art artists in between, Hermonico Romulo Fajardo Jr., Nice. Nice. Pronounce that correctly. Great art, great writing, too. Dude, seriously, I, I loved it. Out of all, this is one of my favorite of the One Bad Days so far. I agree. I completely agree. We covered Riddler One Bad Day, which we both loved. I loved it. Yeah. I think this is this was awesome. Yeah, this is right up there along with it. Um, I've been reading all of them, and, and 
really, like I think I, I might have said this in another episode, but I think most of them are, are hits. They're fun to read. Um, they're like nice little vignettes of each character. You know, Batman pops up in all of them, but the focus isn't Batman, which yeah. is really cool. Like it's really just the villain that's presented and all of them get like really, I, I love how personal this one is for, for Clayface. Super personal. And relatable in a lot of ways. I, I mean, especially I feel like for you too. Since oh, you're dude. out in LA. Uh, honestly, like whoever wrote it, I, I guess it's Colin Kelly, right? Or yeah. Um, uh, Lansing and Kelly, yeah, yeah. So it's two writers. They're a team. They, they right now, they write um, Captain America. There's oh. like a Sam Wilson Captain America series and a Steve Rogers Captain America series concurrently. Um, and they also did a really cool Kang miniseries, which I highly recommend. Really Ooh, good. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're great. I like them. Yeah. So is this art, is this artist and writer team? No, the, the, it's two writers. Like they're they're oh, a combo. Okay, like, it's always them together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the artist, like you said, is Hermenico. Um, I don't really know their art too well, but I love the I art love too. The but art yeah, that writing this. team is cool. Nice. I didn't. That's sick. Oh, that's cool. It's a writing team. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very cool. I uh, yeah. No, I, I was like when I was reading it, I was like, dude, whoever wrote this has like legit lived in L.A. for at least a little bit. Right. They had to have. I bet they started off as screenwriters. I wouldn't be surprised. Screenwriters and like even like yeah, just the whole audition thing. It was very like super relatable for like anyone that's ever come out here to be an actor or in entertainment. Like this is what it feels like. <laughs> and uh, dude, yeah, no, I loved. It. it was like incredibly personal. It almost makes you feel really bad for Clayface. Yeah. And and I don't know if it's supposed to carry off of so like when Rebirth happened, yeah. Um, there was Detective Comics, and Detective Comics was like a Bat Family team, but it was like Batwoman, Robin, uh, uh, Tim Drake, Robin. You had fucking Orphan, right? Yep. You had um, uh, Batgirls, or or I think Duke was on there, yeah. But then you also had Spoiler, yes. Yeah, um, and then you had Clayface as a good guy, yeah. Which was wild. It was awesome. And it worked really well. It worked super well. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I don't know if that informs this, but it that's when I really became like a huge Clayface fan. And that's a James James Tynan book. And I love, we love James Tynan here, but I think this story is like, might have become my favorite Clayface story. Nice. I know what you mean. I, um, I would say the same thing. A, I just love that that Batman detective run from Rebirth. That was like a solid Rebirth run. Yes. One of my favorites. And I also love, I also was a huge fan of Clayface being on the Bat family team because it did work. Like they pulled it off. I was like, dude, this is sick. Like who would have thought, you know? And what I also right. like, it also like going back, you read, you've read the Batman Earth One books, right? Yes. Uh, just the first volume, actually. Sorry. I only read the first one. Oh, man. Well, in the third volume, he kind of like teams up with Killer Croc. Like Killer Croc's now. It's like him and Croc. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it worked. Like, read it before you judge it. Because, like, reading it, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> but I, it works because it's also like Batman is kind of like reforming these criminals. Yeah, okay. So that was that was my point about Detective Comics. Like, Clayface, they actually reform him. Yeah. And he's actually trying to turn his life around. Like, yeah. as hard as it is, he's trying. This one, he's not trying that hard or at all. Well, well he's trying, but he's going about it in the shadiest, like... <laughs> I love this book. I feel like I'm going to jump around, but just to, we'll give a brief Go synopsis. Yeah, let's so, do it. So Clayface, he's out in Los Angeles, and he's pursuing, as we know, Basil Carlo is an actor. So he's pursuing his acting career, and he's doing the typical actor thing out in L.A., you, you know, odd jobs. He's going on auditions. Fucking, he has friends that want to be screenwriters. He has friends that want to be actors. He's a waiter at a restaurant, which actually brings me to something I want to bring up before I forget it. 
that whole opening scene when he's he's at the waiter at the restaurant and you see uh-huh. like different directors and shit. Yeah. There's there's a line that makes me think of Cody because <laughs> because this dude with sunglasses says it never rains in LA, baby. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> like when I read it, I read it in Cody's voice when he says baby. And it's also cool that you brought up that line because it'll come into play later on at the very end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh shit, you're right. I didn't even think about that. And I only just connected those dots, by the way. And when yeah. Clayface, it starts raining and Clayface says the line to Batman, he says, you brought the rain with you. Yeah. Oh shit, you're right. That's good. Nice. But it feels like more than just like a literal, you know, it no, feels yeah, like Clayface, sure. like being like, you just ruined it. That's how it, like, maybe that's how it becomes his one bad day, but we know it's his one bad day because he killed eight people. Oh, you think that's why? I don't think it, like, well, that's that how weighs Batman heavily on his, it. Yeah, that's how Batman, but I, I almost, I kind of agree with your original sentiment. Like, Clayface is a criminal. He's obviously killed a bunch of people since he's been in LA. Yeah. But like, his one bad day is like when Batman exposes him to all these LA people and he was like like his dream is ruined his dream is ruined because he was trying to he was being a scumbag and murdering people but he was like he was leaving a life of crime in the only way that Clayface knows how to yeah and Batman took that away but also it's just so cool like and it, and it's what the story is about but it's what he's literally doing like you know everyone in LA or in the Hollywood in the business you're like you become like a social climber and like you're taking away you're taking out the people it's like he says the the bigger fish eat the smaller fish and like he's not only taking these people out he's assuming their identity literally you know taking their place in the chain and it's still not enough because the system just keeps you know destroying him dude but it's also funny it's like he also kind of like loki sucks as an actor Right, that's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like he auditions, and I love that. That scene is funny. Is when he's in the audition, and the lady's like, "Oh, can you give us like another take and play it more like serious?" Or he, she says something, and remember, he's oh, like, no, he's punch like, it up, yeah, punch, punch it, it up. up. He's like, "This isn't some stupid comedy. I'm a trained actor." Like, it, it yeah. was both like a great play of like him being this like douchey LA actor, as well as like do when he like slams his fist on the table and he's like she's like okay yeah thank you you we'll call you you know right yeah and And i love how they like you slowly see him start to lose it yeah yeah and his friend gets the job yeah yeah i like seeing yeah seeing him start to lose it in this comic is great and i it's funny at first you don't know what he's auditioning for and then when he eventually goes out for the role it's it's the killing joke yeah (laughs) the killing joke you're right (laughs) that's so sick and they want it to be not serious which is even funnier yeah right exactly (laughs) (laughs) and he's like like you're going back to how he explains like you know how he understands the role like this is a man who's tortured like it really would be how it it makes more sense it's like the more like the writing's great but the people in the story are just like nah this sucks yeah but like you know from our perspective like it's cool too because we know i mean i don't know if we're supposed to think like he just started off in la recently or that he's still this basil carlo from like you know the 50s or the 40s, who's like this famous actor who's still around this whole time. Either way, it's a cool updated version of how he would function like in Hollywood now. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Oh, that's true. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Is he supposed to be like the old time actor from the 50s and whatever? That's the thing with these one bad day stories. Like we're not quite sure if I it's like- I like that. It leaves canon. it open yeah, for your cool. imagination yeah. and interpretation to be like, to fit it in where you want it as far as like your, what you know of the canon of Batman. Right. Because I mean, in the story, you know, he's having flashbacks to Gotham and remembering Batman beating him and like yep. 
So that's why I was thinking about Detective Comics. Like, if that happened, it adds more weight to it. Because Batman kind of has this conversation with him. He's like, "You're this is like you crossing the line. Like, it's it's over now. There's no go, there's no rehabbing this. Like, that's what it seemed like. He doesn't quite say those words, but that's how it felt. Like, you know, there, there was definitely a past, but I don't know how much past. So I filled in those blanks, like you're saying, from what I knew in the past. Yeah. Which I should also say shouldn't affect your reading of the story in the sense that anyone could pick this up. Clayface is just, you know, you don't need any canon to appreciate oh, the story at all. None at all. I liked it. It's, it works great as a one shot. All these bad, one bad days. And it's funny, like, yeah, they all have been for the most part hits. And even I wouldn't even describe them as misses. There are just some that are stronger than others. Absolutely agree. Yeah. Like, but I don't think any of them. I'm, I'm glad I bought each of them. Like, I've. Yeah. Hell Yeah. Like, Something cool that's coming out is um, a box set. Like I think each of these are coming out with a hardcover version. Um, either way, it's going to be it's, it's good. You're going to be spending some money to get the whole set in one collection. Um, but they're coming out with like a box set, and within the box set, and only in the box set, you could get a copy of the Killing Joke. Like it's an extra, but it's a reprinted version of the original colors of the Killing Joke, which is a big contention in the comic book community. Like when they reprint a lot of books and especially the killing joke, they change how the the colors and it's for the worse. A lot of people would think like you have to see them side by side and judge for yourself basically. Really? Um, Yeah. But I I would agree that the original colors of the killing joke, like it it just makes it feel like more of like that. It fits the tone better. Uh, But I think, I I just think it's a cool addition, whether or not you know that or not, you just get a copy of the killing joke with all these other cool stories, which like we're saying are all, Really good. I have a hardcover reprinted version of uh, The Watchmen, and it looks great. Nice. Yeah, same here. I have so many uh, copies of The Watchmen. I have absolute <laughs> deluxe See, edition. I don't like to buy, honestly, more than one. Mm. Yeah, I don't like copies. Certain certain books. And, and Watchmen, it's because like when I first bought it, it was paperback. Um, then I eventually got the hardcover, but then I saw the absolute, like, you know, one day and I was like, Ooh, you know, the absolute's bigger. It has all these extras. Just, yeah. you know, you have some absolutes. Yeah. Those are really cool. Oh, they're great. I love them. I'm not going to buy the absolute for everything, but certain things like Watchmen, hell yes. <laughs> well, I, I originally bought hardcover Alex Ross's justice. I lent it to Cody and I think he <laughs> lent it to his friends and they lost it. So it gave me the excuse to buy the absolute justice yeah i was like sweet and then i had a my original version of watchmen was paperback i led it to my brother and he like you know bent the shit out of it and i was like dude i don't even want this so then it gave me the perfect excuse to go buy a hardcover nicer nice yeah yeah like if i i'm i think we're exactly the same way i don't like when people fuck up my books honestly yeah exactly i I don't about that same here i don't really like letting people borrow my stuff for that reason you know and it (laughs) It's um, it's it's not like anyone's doing that on purpose. It's like comic books, books especially, they're fragile. So you 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 kind of that could happen when you're reading it yourself. You know, like you try to be better with your own shit, obviously. But yeah, I, I always use it as an excuse to be like, well, I guess I got to get the souped up version now. I might as well. Yeah. Yeah, might yeah. as well drop a hundred bucks on the absolute <laughs> version now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just particular, honestly. Like I think if you were to look at all my comic books. 
because of like how well I keep them, you'd be like, dude, have you ever even opened this? <laughs> and it's like I have. I just don't like fucking like bend the shit out of it, you know? Like I yeah, no, and that's that's how I've always been. Like, well, for us, it was just the other day we we're talking about like our like the toys we had when we were kids. But like my wrestling figures, I was able to sell a lot of them, especially because they were in good condition still. Like despite them being wrestling figures, I still somehow kept a lot of them in great condition. Nice. Like they didn't have scuff marks or anything. Like I I, I was playing around with them all the time as a kid, but like. Still, so like I'm, I'm like that with my stuff. You know, I try to be not necessarily careful, but just keep it in good condition. Exactly. You can't just be a brute and fucking like I hate when kids smash things together. And just ugh, drive yeah, yeah, crazy. yeah. Crazy. Have some class. Yeah. Seriously, you Philistines. <laughs> Even though you can't change your childhood now, you should have had some class, yeah, like me and Jake here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, something else I liked about the comic I liked, I loved, and I'm, I think you would appreciate it too, is like how they incorporated script into it, like the script format, yes. um, the way like, you know, there was like a montage of Clayface taking over, killing people, and like it would say begin montage, end montage, you know, interior, exterior. I love that so much. Well, you know, it's also cool about that is that it's the girl's script. Oh, yeah, that's what you find out at the end. She's been writing this script, which you find out in the story. She's like, oh, I've, I've started it 30 times and I still can't, you yeah. know, I've done 30 pages over and over and I still can't finish it. That's a that's a nice little uh, twist to the story too. That's a cool little like yeah, because it's it's like one of his few friends. Like yeah, th- that scene when like it is raining and he's he's like I'm Clayface and the friends like what the fuck at the party you know yeah. they freak out yeah. and then Batman pops out and whatnot. Uh, yeah, he says I'm Basil Carlo and the other guys like wait a minute Clayface. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like how, like, throughout the story, like, the dialogue boxes, it either uses the script, like, sometimes words are highlighted, like, you know, like, you find out at the end, like you're saying, she's typing the script, but also, like, when he's becoming Clayface, it starts to, like, curl up at the end, like, his clay. Yeah. That was really cool. Come on, like, I love when comics change things like that. Yes. Even in uh, in the beginning, when he's, like, taking on different faces to, like, decide what face he's going to go out with. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, when he's just the puddle in the bathtub. Yeah. The voice is like, oh, Clay, for, you know. That's how I hear it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, the art in this was sick. Like, the way he would, like, like shoot and take over people, you know what yes. I mean? Yes. Like, that was awesome. Like, like, when he goes to see, like, the big, big Hollywood dude. And, the like, producer he's, he's, of the television show. Yeah. Is it? yeah. And he's, he's, yeah, he's talking shit, and then it's just the full page of him, his arm just going out, and, yeah. like, boom, you feel it. But like even like when he's talking to his friend when they're like overlooking Los Angeles and his friend gets the phone call and he's like, Oh dude, I got the role. Oh yeah. And he like just like the way he like almost like, like takes like he like absorbs them. Yeah. And like leaves their dead body and then like takes on their image. Like I thought that was yep. so cool. And when that happens, like when his friend like you know something's about to happen before anything, because when his friend turns around, the next panel is that he's already looks like him. He's kind of like, What the fuck yeah, is like, going on fuck? here? Like yeah. and then he straight up works his ass. Like I I would follow a, a clay face series like this clay face going around the country, you know, like, or still trying to like, you know, maybe it doesn't end this quickly, like an extended thing where he's like trying to make it in LA. Like there's so much there. I wish it wasn't just a one shot for real. This. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, this comic, yeah, this one shot has a lot of potential for it to keep going. Yeah. I like that. Like these stories. I like him trying to make it in LA as an actor. I would watch that. Right? Like, even as, like, yeah, if that was, like, if if the Batman, if Clayface is in two or the Ooh. third one, if they make one, you know, I could see it. Like, in a way that's, like, Dude, that would, I don't know, it could still work. Imagine, yeah, like, okay, like, Matt Reeves is the Batman tone. 
with like this kind of clay face, there could be like Basil Carlo is this crazy actor. And he's also like, it'd be cool if he's all almost already clay face. Yeah. And Batman and him get to face off and shit. Mm. Yeah. I just, I, I, I want to see live action clay face. I do too. You know? It's time. It's time. He's the he's one of the few villains that have hasn't been brought to the big screen. And it's a villain that you could get a lot of sympathy for, you know? Like he's not just like, yes, he's a monster, but that's like the whole thing. Also, he Clay doesn't Face want to be the monster. Is the final boss battle in Batman Arkham City. Yes, you're right. Yes. Clayface is like he's a he's a legit Batman threat. Yeah, he is. Physically, like, dude, Batman like Batman has a hard time fighting his ass. Yeah, Clayface is no joke. Yeah. Yeah, we need to put some respect on his name. And it's funny that it's just like a, a failed actor who like <laughs> is this clay monster. <laughs> what a bitter piece works. of shit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, I, I gotta say, a huge fan of uh the last page. Yes. When he's he he's back in Arkham and he's like spread himself to be the eight people he's killed, and his yep. face is just looking there. And he's like, I'm somebody. Oh, that was a cool point. Let me backtrack. When he's fighting Batman, uh-huh. he's like, I'm somebody. I'm everybody. And Batman's like, that means you're really nobody. He's like, oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, such a great yeah, line. Yeah, dude, it was such a great line. It was also such a Batman, like, like fuck you, Clayface. Like, yeah. And he's like, and then Clayface is like, my God, I ain't shit. <laughs> but I like that because in the last scene, it shows like he is nobody. He's, yeah. he's stretched out to eight people. It's like, he almost has no actual identity of his own. Yeah, and it's also so weird because in a way, it almost seems like he's trying to atone in the most fucked up way possible as well. Like he's having all the conversations he was having with them when they were alive. Yeah, but he's just like rehearsing it over and over. Oh yeah, there we go. I think that's better. That that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. He like, like he's the one... When his friend gets the part, he's like, oh, like you, I, I got it because of your advice. He's like, oh, I, I just needed to realize I just need to fake how I felt. And that's how that, you know, like Clayface is psychotic. That's yeah. why Clayface is doing that exactly. shit, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. It's so he good. does say yeah, that. He says, yeah, I just have to pretend like I can feel these things. Yep. And yeah, because Clayface can. Like, he's actually like, yeah, he's a, he is a psycho. He's obviously a sociopath. Like, this dude doesn't give a fuck. Right. Damn. Like, and yet you could still feel bad for him because you could relate to that whole chasing the dream in Hollywood and just, you know, the system eats you alive. Like, he really does give the performance. It's like, again, like the way it's written, it's like the characters in the story are like, oh, please, like, I, we don't want to hear this shit. Like, and he's like, no, this is acting. And they're, and they shut down the production. They're like, fuck you. This is not how it works. Yeah. Like, but you're like, yes, I, I, you feel for him. And he's just like, that puts him over the edge. Like going back to what we were saying, yeah, his one bad day, like to him, it's just because he couldn't like, he'll kill anybody to just try to get the role. Yeah. Or and just it, you could even argue he'll kill anybody just to be somebody. Mm. Well said. That's better. Because you know that what was cool sense. going back to Batman Rebirth is in those comics, Batman made him feel comfortable being able to walk around in his clay mud form. You know? Yeah, you mostly saw clay you face mostly like, saw that. Him like, yeah. like that. Whereas like here, you see like if he gets angry and shit, he starts to like stress out and his skin like will start to like, you know? Yeah, that's, and that's, I feel like, you know, a common thing. Like in Detective Comics, like he he was like rejuvenated and like the whole thing was like when he was coherent mentally that he could hold his form together. Yeah. And that he was like a solid personality that like he really befriends Orphan and like she helps him out. That's a cool relationship. Yeah, it's a really cool relationship. And then, you know, by the time Detective Comics run is over, he reverts back. Like, he can't hold himself together. He snaps. It's really sad. 
Um, so I, I kind of, you know, I keep that as canon, but it's also just like such a cool way to do the character and a cool way to make Clayface like a good guy. You know, it's not that he doesn't want to be a, a, a good guy. He's just like one of those Batman villains that are just insane and that's like, just like, his I mean, affliction. Just like any good villain, like I, I get it, you know, like, yeah, the best villains are the ones like you can relate to. It's like Clayface. Yep. And One Bad Day is good at doing that with all the villains so far, I think. Yeah, seriously. They all you know? have had some terrible days. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, I thought Catwoman's One Bad Day, while the story wasn't bad, her day didn't seem that bad. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? I felt like her One Bad Day was like, all right, that wasn't terrible. Wait, time out. Okay, I, I'm only having trouble because I read three Catwoman stories. I read that and then two others. So what happens in that one again? Um, her mom pawns something, right? Yeah, it's like this weird... This weird, she like gets played by yeah. Is a it her mom? Shop owner? Like it's old, yeah. Like or maybe it's not her mom, but like no, it is her led mom. to believe it at first. It is, it is right. Yeah, she pawns something yeah. and her baby with her little sister, and they have a bad relationship, right? Yeah. Or is that something else I'm thinking of? No, no, no. It's like yeah, it's like she's selling something, or she finds that something she had in her past was worth way more money. I don't know. It's like it. It's not the worst bad day. But then it turned out to be a fake. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. Like she gets played, but like yeah, it wasn't that. I feel bad like of she a bad gets. Day. I mean, it was bad. Yeah. I like Mister Freeze loses his wife and shit. Like you know, like yeah. Other no. other villains have worse days. I think. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> no, I agree completely. But yeah, I just thought this comic was all around sick. I highly recommend it. Yeah, hell yeah. It's a it's an instant buy. Go read it. What are you gonna give it? Um, you know what? I have no problem saying this. Like, I don't think I had one negative thing to say about it, one negative thought while reading it. Um, I'm giving it a six. I'm giving it a six as well. Nice. It's a very easy, nice. well earned six. Yeah, I think it's a six six. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it feels like a limp Almost dick. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. It's a very easy six. It's short, sweet, bing, bang, boom. Good art, good story. Yeah. I don't even think we gave uh, Riddler a six, but that's not to say Riddler was bad or like, war- I. this was just such a great one. It was just per- perfect. It might be my favorite one, you Ooh, know? I, I think, you know, it's fun. Yeah, it's either between this or Riddler. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Like we said, all of them are great, but those are going to be the top of the list yeah. for us. For you sure. Which one I didn't like, I didn't care for is the Bane. I didn't care for Bane. Bane was okay. Yeah, it, it was wasn't okay, one of my favorites. But it wasn't one of my favorites. I liked Two Face and Mister Freeze. Those were both pretty good. Yeah, Penguins was okay. It wasn't. Too oh, Penguin was good. Yeah, I like Penguins too. Yeah. I wasn't too big on the art, and I haven't read Raz Al Ghul yet. I, I, need I, to I just read that finished one. it last night, and I liked it. Nice. I liked nice. it a lot. I like the art a lot. Like, even, no matter what the story is, the art is sick. So, nice. Do you know the artist? I know Tom Taylor writes it. I don't know. It was fucking dope. Nice. Loved my man Batman. Well, anyways, so yeah, easy six six guys. If you're listening, check this shit out. Go buy Clayface One Bad Day. Highly recommend it. Yep. And also check us out. Go to comicsandchronic.com or go to our Instagram or Twitter, Comics and Chronic. Say what up. And uh, wish Cody a happy birthday. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. Wish Cody a happy birthday. Give him some money. I love you. Tell him the men in black sent you. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be like, what? Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. All right, peace. Hi, you're listening to Comics and Chronic, and I'm Jacob H. I'm Cody Cannon. And I'm Anthony Iannaccio. And you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. 
And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace.